Skull Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I'm your host David Wolf, and I'm joined here by Kira and Alan. And each and every week we bring you all the latest Magic news as well as our tournament report and of course our deck of the week. Doing well. It's been a while. Yeah. Super, yeah. Jeez, yeah. Man, we're a bit late. Uh, Apologies. So, uh, what happens when you're... On the road. That's what we're on. Yeah. yeah we're on the tour. Training a Dominaria too hard. Haven't oh, really spoken yeah. to anyone in a week and a half. That's so. it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, not a week and a half. Half a week. Yeah. Half <laughs> a week. I've been casting plenty of Crocentitals and Corrosive Oozes. Losing. What? Losing. Um, Corrosive Ooze. Two, two for two. Yeah. This bad card. High value. That's terrible. Kills all their equipment. It does. Well, yeah. if they decide to block. Attack or block. Or yeah. attack or block. Yeah. 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 They're not going to do it. Um, Probably not, no. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, Great card. haven't put that card in the deck no. yet. No, I mean, really I've been, I mean, I mean, playing a treat because I was forced it because I, I was too poorly oh. early on in the week. I, I did, yeah, I did have a Druid Sentinel in my deck. It was actually fine. It's very mana yeah. intensive. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not great, but uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's serviceable. Lucky. You know, order tree drops. That's what you got to do. Did you call it a Grudge Sentinel, though? Is that right? I don't know. No. Begrudging Sentinel. Yeah, it. there you go. Oh, that's, that's what they should flavor. Yeah. <laughs> so Dominaria is out. Yeah. Uh, we've all played it. We, we've played uh, a bit of limited. Some, some of us more than others. Um, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about some of the changes to the. I'm not sure what's the correct word for this. Is it tournament rules or? Yeah. So it's the yeah the the MTR. Yeah. Tournament rules. Tournament rules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, and yeah, we're going to give a. Our tournament report is going to be rolled up with our discussion of the of the limited format because mm-hmm. it's it's the pre-release. It's our tournament yeah. report, and we're also going to talk a little bit about our deck of the week, which is oh yeah, this is uh, uh nineteen basic mountains. Yeah, so we're running it back, but now that Alan has had some experience, we'll get get a mm-hmm. chance uh, to really find out what the. Legacy Burn is all about. Exactly. I'm sure it's very nuanced. It actually is. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 we wait till the discussion. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, we'll kick it off with the changes to the MTR. Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. So, one sec, I'll just open so this up. So, Karen's a judge now, so he can tell us all about it. Not yet. Not yet. No. <laughs> level zero. Is that a thing? Level zero no, much? it used to be a thing, I think. Rules advisor now, right? No, I think that's also not that's a thing. That's also not a thing anymore? Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't think any of those are things. You're nothing. Everyone's just calling those level zero judges. So. Yeah. yeah, people still I'm say that. I'm a level that. zero judge. Yeah, people still say that, but it's not already a thing. Yeah, so we had, with um, the release of Dominaria, we have policy changes. So it's basically two different things. Uh, the first thing, uh, as you said, is to do with communication policy. Sure. Um, so... Uh, there are two, well, are there two parts to this? One sec. Yeah, yeah. So so the first thing is that there is now a new type of information in Magic. So okay. before we had free information, derived information, and hidden information. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a pretty good system, but as they introduce more mechanics, uh, it kind of gets awkward because you have to define what type of information everything in the game is. Mm-hmm. And Can you just quickly explain what each of those types of information means? Yeah, so free information is information that's publicly available to either player in the game. Uh, if you're asked about it by the other player in the game, uh, you have to tell them, basically. So if someone asks you what your life total is, that's free information. You have to yeah. tell them. Someone, and you uh, have to be honest about it as well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If someone asks you how many cards there are in your hand, 
you have to tell them. You have to be honest about See, it. See, which hand? No, you have to tell them. <laughs> yes. You don't have to verbally tell them, but you have to... Uh, like, make it very clear. Yeah, you have to fan out the cards in your hand or whatever, make it obvious or whatever. Yeah. But honestly, like unless you're being super spiky and playing at day two of the GP or something, just tell them how many cards in your hand. Even though, just yes. tell them yeah. how many cards in your hand. Although I know some people do it just in case they make a mistake and say the wrong number. So they'll just sure. show okay. it's like you know, that's that, fair enough. It's, yeah. That's an edge case, but it is. But I mean, if you are doing that, uh, you know, like just showing the cards, I mean, don't just fan them in your hand, lay them on the table separate from each other. Yeah, card. yeah, so people can really tell. Face down. Um, <laughs> yeah, so then derived information, I don't have the actual um, definitions. For yeah, them, so, sure, yeah, but, but I mean, uh, we just want to explain exactly what they are yeah, in so, layman's terms or whatever. So derived information is stuff like Tarmogoyf is the classic example, um, where. You're, if you ask how big your opponent's Tarmogoyf is, they don't have to tell you. It's derived information. You can figure it out yourself by looking at both graveyards. And your opponent is not required to truthfully tell you, but they also can't lie about it. They can't tell right. you that their Tarmogoyf is a 5-6 when it's a 4-5. That's yeah. against the rules. Okay. Um, so, But if you, for example, ask your opponent how big their Tarmogoyf is, they can respond with, I have a creature and an artifact on my graveyard. Yes, they which is may not be the complete Ooh. truth. Yeah, but it is a true statement. Yeah. They basically are under no obligation to tell you anything. Yeah. So yeah, if they have, um, let's say, if they have an idol of the great revel in their graveyard, mm-hmm. and they say I have, an, I have an artifact in my and a creature in my graveyard, you go, yeah. you might go, okay, so their tarmac goes a two three, mm-hmm. but they didn't tell you that they also have an enchantment because idolon is also an enchantment. Um, it's a weird deck, but. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, I, like it. I don't know. I can make it work. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two drops. Yeah. Um, so th- that's that's how that works. Basically, yeah. it's it's information that either player basically, I guess, should have access to, but you're yeah. not under any obligation to tell your opponent. Mm-hmm. Hidden information is what it sounds like. Cards in your hand, usually uh, the contents of your library, mm-hmm. uh, like the order. You know of of yeah. stuff that you know if you scry or whatever. That's that's hidden information. Your opponent has no right to know about it. Yeah. Uh, you can, and you can lie and bluff. You can about actively that stuff. lie, yeah, okay. yeah, which is fine. I mean, that doesn't really come up. Not many people. No, not many people go. I have, you know, you know don't attack me because I have seal away in my hand. Yeah, 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 you know, that's oh, like yeah, you know, I've you got know. settled right. Yeah, Sometimes people do do that though. Oh, you, yeah, 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 it's kind of funny when it works. Yeah, it's definitely. It's yeah. a, it's kind of like old Wild West poker type play style. Yeah, you know, yeah, which yeah. is like. It's not really a thing. Never goes honest. up like it. You know, maybe yeah. it gets you some small edges in some matches, yeah. but it's not really, you know, if you're basing your magic playstyle around this, <laughs> you, you know, there's probably other fundamentals you yeah. should be boning up on exactly. first. Um, so the problem with this is that stuff doesn't always, like, fit cleanly into these three categories and create, like, a good game experience. So most recently with uh, Rivals of Ixalan, we had... A very good example, which was the City's Blessing, mm-hmm. which I believe we talked about before at length on the podcast. But yeah. just to recap, the City's Blessing was... Uh, it was a state it that was, a player could have. Okay. Yes. Was a, so yeah, I'm going to presume everyone knows what it is. If you got yeah. 10 permanents, mm-hmm. you had the City's Blessing. It was free information, but you were not required to announce when you got it. Yeah. Uh, you had to truthfully tell your opponent if you had it. Because it was, if they asked, because it was free information, but you're under no obligation to announce when it happened. So this led to a lot of. Unless it was relevant to like combat and as it pumped a creature. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, and And for example, you were cheating if your opponent had the city's blessing and their creature had plus one, plus one, and you know, they attacked with with a three, three, and they said, okay, so you take two. 
and they didn't realize if you went along with that you were cheating because yeah. if you mm. realized they had the city's blessing yeah yeah um so this wasn't exactly ideal for gameplay it led to a lot of feel bad situations um mainly and, because you could go up to 10 permanents and then down yeah below 10 but still have the city's blessing yeah and so that is difficult to keep track of uh like you know it could only be relevant like five turns later in the game and stuff yeah. like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and then this obviously would lead to a lot of judge calls and then it's very difficult for the judge to be able to figure out if a player had the city's blessing you know x turns ago or whatever yeah. it's yeah. just it was very awkward and they, I don't think this is something that was was thought about for tournament magic when they when they introduced it like this, or yeah. or basically this was the limitations of the system in terms of it had to be free information, but that made it so people could I don't want to say angle shoot because they were, full, you know this was this was allowed it was accepted and like, you know yeah. judges were announcing that this is what you had to do this is what how city's blessing worked and stuff at the start of tournaments yeah. Um, well, like but it, 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 it was wasn't just, in your best interest to announce that you had it. No, it wasn't. That's it, yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. so that just wasn't great for the game, probably. Yeah, so now, uh, basically to combat that, there was a, there's also, this also happened with Energy before, where uh, when Energy was introduced initially, I believe it was categorized as derived information, which yeah. is insane that this happened, but it was basically like... Uh, How much energy do you have? Well, look at my energy pool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't have to tell... You know, you you could just point at the energy cards you had. And if you had played a long Tusk over an Aetherworks Marvel or something yeah. that generates energy oh. continuously... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, well, I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> the days. Coming. So that, that got updated in the next policy update, I believe, to be yeah. free information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, okay. But, but again, as these mechanics get released... There are obviously things that just don't fit cleanly into these categories and create headaches. So they've created a new category, which is called status information. Mm -hmm. So everything that falls into status information is what they're calling metadata about a player. So that includes your life total, uh, state-based, or I don't know, state-based effect, game-based effects or statuses like the city's blessing, Mm -hmm. uh, and any counters attached to you as a player. Mm -hmm are all status information. Um, so I'll see if there's anything I can read here just to make this a bit clearer if it wasn't. Um, so I guess like on a lot of top of head, it's, I'm trying to think of other parallels to the city's blessing uh, that we've seen before. So something like uh, Metalcraft, that kind of one, like Metalcraft is, it's like, it's, it's like status you have based on stuff on the board. Well, no, because you can gain and lose Metalcraft. Okay, so right, yeah. You, yeah. you have Metalcraft whenever you control three artifacts and you play something that cares yeah. about Metalcraft, but then if you lose an artifact and go down to two artifacts, you no longer have okay, Metalcraft. Right. So the City's Blessing was kind of the first time yeah. this was a problem. But anyway, yeah, so here we have uh, status information is metadata about a player, including their life total, all the counters that are attached to them, and any continuous effects that apply to them. So yeah. that would be the City's Blessing. Like losing, yeah. Yeah, that is, that's well, for me, it's a continuous effect anyway. Uh, these uh, must all be physically represented, and when a change is made to the, any of them, it must be announced. So, this is just kind of cleans the rules up, basically. Yeah, sure. It doesn't really affect you very much as a player, um, except for the City's Blessing, because that's still a thing in Standard. Uh, now, if you get the City's Blessing, you have to announce that you got it. Yeah. So, that's, I think, just a good thing for the game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In practice, most people that I played against said it anyway. I didn't, but I was always really wary of... Like, in more serious games... Like, yeah, you would have made a GP. Like, sure, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you're exactly playing a really high-stakes thing, then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. your opponent should know when you get it and when you don't, or whatever. Yeah. 
But the thing well, is, like, there were there were really tricky things. Like if you had like a cast an O ring effect on or a pacifism on your opponent's permanent, very often you could bet on you know. There's like a good chance they're not going to notice this is one of my permanents, so they yeah, don't realize that yeah, the city's blessing yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That was the way you were able to play Magic, and if you were playing at a high stakes tournament, that was probably yeah, the way you should be playing. Yeah, yeah, you do it. Yeah, but yeah. I'm glad the rule has changed, and now it's simplified for everybody, yeah. and you have to announce it. I think that's yeah, much better. Yeah. Um. So and. That's pretty much all there is to say about that. Um, it is. A, we were saying this before we were on mic, but it does say they must all be physically represented, which does that mean that now you again need energy counters on a die as well yeah, as I guess writing you need it down? Both, yeah. yeah, because yeah, that, is an, uh, that is actually a big change for standard that isn't mentioned in the article, yeah. if that's the does case. Does that also mean that you need to use dice to represent your life total now? Um, I guess not, yeah. No, yeah I, guess, I guess physically represented... Well, counts written it's down. Probably somewhere else that you can. Probably counts written down, but I mean, like you write it down on a notepad, which counts as your notes, which are public. But I wouldn't count that as being physically represented in the game, so mm. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's a very yeah, semantic we're, we're thing. I'm sure, sure in practice sure. it does make a difference. But for example, like uh, like infect as well, like that. Do you, do you need counters for that now? I don't know. Anyway, uh, and then they basically also made one other change to communication policy, which is previously we had a board layout which was enforced uh, for coverage games at competitive and professional Oriel, yep. uh, where you had to play your lands in the back, you had to separate your lands and your non-land permanents, and there's probably a few other things. I haven't looked up the, the exact relevant section, but it's basically it, if you ever it want to... It lays out a board game, state. Yeah, it lays out a board state the way most people do it yeah. in a normal game, anyway. Yeah. means lands and back... Non-land permanence in front of your lands, library on either side, left or right of you, and that your graveyard and library must be sorry, your graveyard and your exile zone must be physically distinct from each other. Yeah. Basically, I think yeah. that's that's what I said. Okay. So uh, now that was only on coverage games previously, and recently we had quite a high-profile example where uh, Nasif Gabe Nasif uh, kind of got got a. Bamboozled. Tricked, bamboozled very badly in a game where his opponent had his Dryad Arbor. This was on coverage as well. Yeah, so this yeah. should have been against the rules anyway, the way yeah, actually, the rules were before this yeah. change. I actually think so. Well, I suppose, I suppose before you get into the example, I guess you said have your lands and non-lands separated. Yeah. So because Dryad Arbor, or Dryad Arbor is a land, maybe under those previous rules. Uh, no, I believe it specifically, it, the, the rule specifically says Dryad Arbor should not Okay, right. Your lands. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the previous rule, the coverage rule, did. Yeah. yeah. So basically, I guess like. Yeah, like creature being a creature overrules being a land. It's like yeah. okay, now it's a creature. It needs to be with your creatures. Like if you sure. animate a creature oh, yeah. land, yeah, yeah. it's still going with your creatures now. Yeah, yeah, for that turn. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. So anyway, this is, this should have actually been worked basically under the coverage rule before. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, was it was ruled. Uh, against Nasif in that situation despite yeah. that uh, like basically the guy surprise blocked had an extra blocker because he had his dried arbor was able to kill uh, Nasif's creature mm-hmm. on coverage uh, but people were very upset by this it was just it's just not a good way to see yeah. um, a game of magic decided especially a, no. a high profile game Although, on camera did you watch that? Yeah, I think like if you watch it, like the Dryad Arbor is it's separate from his lands, but it's in the same line. It's in the same line, and he was also using the promo Dryad Arbor. Yes, uh, Yes, which is a topic for another day. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) but it looks like a forest study when it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. From the forest. forest. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so now they've basically expanded that coverage rule to apply to every competitive and professional Oriel game. So this does affect quite a few players, uh, not because of the Dryad Arbor thing, but mainly... Although, but, I'm sure it affects some of those people. Yeah, well. some of those people, yeah. uh, but good riddance to that, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, basically. It was, it was BS. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, because to me that's different from, like, I was saying I was being spiky about the City's Blessing thing or whatever, mm-hmm. at a GP, but I'm not attempting to misrepresent the board state. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. I believe people who put their Dryad Arbor or their you know, Birds of Paradise or whatever, or their elves or whatever with their lands are deliberately attempting to misrepresent yeah. the board state. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm glad that's gone. And also, there are people who use, there's like two forests that have a really similar arch to Dryad Arbor as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's people who use those as well yeah, in their yeah, deck, which is yeah. just... Yeah. Um, so, but, but a bigger effect probably is there are some Magic players who play with their lands in front. Yeah. And now, if you go to a GP... Uh, or play a PPTQ, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Yep. Uh, it says basically un- unless both players agree that the that the configuration that the the yeah. player is using is okay. Uh, so you can ask your opponent, is it okay if I play with my lands in front? If they say yes, it's fine. But now if your opponent says no, I don't want you to play with your lands in front, you have to comply with that. You yeah. have to go with the sort of standard uh, competitive and professional yeah. board layout. Um, so there was a big... Uh, furor about this on the the Irish Magic group, I'm sure. I'm sure, well, yeah. Various communities across the world. I'm yeah. sure there's people who are upset by this. Uh, people who play with their lands in front. There was a, a comment from a player who said that they this might be the end of them playing competitive events. Um, so people people obviously are affected, but um, mm. to me, I think this is like the the positive from this change far outweighs yeah. the negative. Yeah. yeah. Like, I understand that people play the game how they play the game and they don't want to change and stuff. Mm-hmm. But even if you are a player who played with your lands in front, uh, like, I think you have to understand that, the, that yeah, this yeah, policy yeah, update, yeah. like, covers more than that yeah. and it just makes things unambiguous and, like, I don't know, it should never be a thing that a player is confused because their opponent has their permanence laid out in a weird way. Like, yeah. That should never be a factor in determining right. a game of Magic. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. just nonsense. Yeah, yeah. So, And I'm not saying that people who play their lands in front are attempting to do that. I don't think they are. No. I think it's just the way that they learn to play the game and sure, they don't yeah. change. But, I mean, I, I just think that you can't really argue with this update. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, they, they kind of... I mean, people who play like that, they, they really have to admit that it's just clearer. Like... A huge part of the game, especially nowadays, I, c- I can understand the argument of like back in the day or whatever. Well, um, I mean, I, I can understand it a little bit because you know creatures weren't as good. But more people played like <laughs> wacky, wacky like control decks and yeah, yeah. creatureless decks and whatever. But nowadays, like so much of the game is decided by creature combat, and when creatures are attacking and blocking, they have to physically touch each other. Yeah. So, yeah. what's the point in lifting your creature from behind your lands to in front of your lands every single time? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. No, no, it's not stupid. I, I feel very passionate about. It. I don't. I don't really. I don't really, really mind the array, but I feel like it, it. It is very difficult to to sympathize with um, people who learn this particular way because, like, just yeah, the rules been updated. Just you know. Those are energy differently. Like, yeah, you know, people were using uh, plain energy, using dice for energy. Then the rule, the rule changed. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna have to do this differently. The way I normally did it. Yeah, I'm like, you know, you just, <laughs> the, yeah, you the just, game you is just, updated. You just deal with it. Get along with it. Yeah, 
Um, so, yeah, like, I, I do, like, I feel bad, you know, people kind of grow attached to the way they do things and stuff, do, and yeah. we're, we humans are creatures of habit, you know, so it's yeah. gonna be, it is gonna be, like, a, a bit of an investment for these people to not put, put their lands in front, but, like, uh, you're gonna have to not put your lands in front, sorry, yeah. guys. I think it makes sense to have, uh, the layout of the board be consistent across, you know, different people, different matches and stuff. Yeah, uh, it makes sense now. There is a way to play the game. Also, makes it easier for new players to learn. Like, if, yeah. if a new player comes up against a person who plays lands in front nowadays, they're like, "What's happening? Yeah, why? why are yeah, you? yeah. It's the same. Like, I, have you ever played against someone who who plays their cards all facing towards you? Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, that's yeah. so strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's also in the in the tournament. Oh, really? Rules okay. update. Yeah, you have to. All the cards have to be normally facing you. Okay. Uh, or like you know readable by you yeah. well you, you're allowed to briefly turn them upside down to like remember effects yeah yeah, yeah. if you want uh, but yeah just go through the other minor stuff sure. in the update um, you are now possibly allowed to play uh, proxies if you are playing a foil only card in your tournament deck and you believe that it may be warped the famous example is cast dissident mage see some play in legacy and four color control and stuff like that and people were very annoyed recently because there were people getting DQ'd from the tournament because it was found that they could, that the judge was able to cut to the cast because it was a warped foil. This is the only printing of casts. Yeah. Uh, and players don't really have a choice to play with anything but it if they want to put the card in their deck. So now that they have created an exception where cards that have only been printed in foil, you may be able to get an exception from the head judge if you go to a tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In order to get a proxy. Basically, it applies to cards from Commander. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then also uh, tiny rules tweak where now if uh, a judge discovers that there's an error with your deck, but it's not during a deck check, such as a judge walks by your table and sees that one of your cards has fallen on the ground or something like that when you're presenting mm -hmm. your deck, uh, you will never get uh, you you won't get an infraction for that anymore. Oh, I believe. Okay. So basically, because that's that's just feel bad for everyone. You know, it's it looks like it's pretty much a mistake. So, the like the, you're not gonna have a possibility of getting a penalty updated and uh, upgraded and getting a game loss if mm. if that's yeah. how a, a, a judge discovers an error with your deck. Okay. Um. Yeah. So good. that's that's probably a pretty good change. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, if it's you know if it's, a, if it's a hornet queen or whatever, the judge is probably gonna <laughs> investigate it, <laughs> investigate a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but for most players, most of the time, I think that's a good yeah. change. Yeah. Um. Also now, uh, commentators are allowed to pause the match at Professional Oriel, which I didn't know that wasn't no. a thing before. But I guess that's why you hear commentators kind of g get confused about yeah, stuff that's yeah. happening during a match. But that's why I guess you never hear them call for a judge to stop the match if they notice something went wrong, because previously they weren't yeah. allowed to. So cool. I think they, they send people down, but they're not allowed to say stop it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. now they are. Okay, that's really So cool. that's good. Interesting. Um, yeah, the Planeswalker damage redirection shortcut has been removed oh, yeah. from the game. Yeah. Um, so, uh, or Planeswalker damage redirection in general is gone. That, yeah. that was with the, the Dominaria release, release mm -hmm. notes. Um, and Block Constructed is no longer an officially supported format. Yes, Christ. Yeah. God. So we can no longer play uh, Kamigawa, Block Constructed, Popper, Tiny Leaders. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, I mean... This is partly because blocks don't exist anymore. 
Yeah, I'd say that's a big reason why. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the old yeah. blocks exist. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. New blocks, yeah, they're they're are not going to be blocks going forward. They're just going to be yeah. single sets. So I feel like it kind of makes sense to retire block constructed. Yeah, I think the best thing about this is that when you're looking up a card in Gather, you look looking up cards in a format. Usually, you have to scroll through all the different blocks constructed formats oh, to yeah, find yeah, standard. Yeah, yeah. Now it'll yeah, just be yeah. the, the actual formats will be there. Are you sure that they're gonna? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea if they're not. Yeah, if it's no longer officially supported, I think. They're not going yeah, like, to uh, have a yeah, like, list or... Yeah. Type 2 is not there anymore. Make some kind of snarky comment about gatherer comments or something. Gatherer comments? Yeah. You know, the way, like, the comment function on gatherer hasn't worked for, like... Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean... I, I don't know if they're, like... Whether they'll message. update gather or not. Yeah, updating yeah. gatherer. Yeah. Scrape falls better. Yeah, yeah. scrape falls yeah. better, yeah. Anyway, that's it for policy updates. Sweet. Cool. All right. We start talking about Dominaria Limited? Oh, we will. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I've been jamming it. I've been yeah. playing a lot. I'm having I mean, so much I, fun. I played one tournament, but it was very yeah. fun. Yeah. you got to get on it. you got to yeah, play, play a few games. Oh, no, sorry. Actually, I did a draft on Magic Online, but it did terribly. I went to two drops. So. Oh, no. Uh, that didn't stop me. I've gone to drop three times. Yeah? Wow. Are you guys not playing out your third game in the first... No, the, no. The set hasn't even released yet. You guys aren't even playing your three games out? Oh, well, I need to No, I, I, I want like, to... I, like, uh, <laughs> I just want to start my other one now. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I had my fun with that draft. I cast kicked Slinvoda the Rising Deep into oh. kicked Grondoloni King. Oh wow! And then I lost the game to Ice Manipulator. So um, Ice Manipulator is that a... was enough for me. <laughs> Beast. Ice Manipulator is insane. Yeah, I think I played against two. I played against Ice Manipulator in two, either two or three of of my five rounds at the yeah. at the pre-release. It's a a very good card. It is. It's, it's yeah, ridiculous. Really. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Um, yeah, so well, I, I yeah, so it was up again before we jammed a, a good few drafts. Uh, I felt like I, I was very bad at first, but now I'm getting better. I was, as I mentioned, I was casting lots of drug skeletons and lots of corrosive oozes. Uh, just, you know, it was being in the wrong colors, basically. Uh, okay. And then I uh, haven't had a terrible deck. But then uh, the first deck I had where everything came together, I was in a sweet blue white flyers deck with, uh, I got, I think it was pack two, I got, pa- I got third pick past to Genie, to Zahid. Oh and I was what? like, woo, God. we're doing it. Uh, what? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, um, that's crazy. I mean, blew me open that time. Oh, sorry, pack two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, God. I mean, that's feel bad for the players that opened that. Yeah, yeah. Those will be forced pass. It is pretty bad. Then, uh, yeah. So I was like, yo, I had I had two um, Sarah's disciples. This is a one one flyer with first strike. Gets plus one plus one if you cast a historic spell. Yeah. So that's like usually pretty bad. But just in this deck, I, I had enough kind of triggers for it to go off, and mm. uh, this deck felt insane. I had like one of those. Uh, then turn two, played a two two vigilance first strike. No, Tanisha. Uh, and then turn three played the genie. <laughs> it's like it's pretty sick. Turn three? No, sorry, turn four. Sorry, turn oh, four. Okay. Genie. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, turn five. Star Angel. And that was uh, that was that was, that was that was the first game I won uh, after losing a lot. And I'm like, all right, we're back into this. I am now good. confident at drafting. I realize that five the format of five six flyer is very good. Yeah, that card's insane. Yeah. Blue, blue white flyers in general is very good. There's a lot of good stuff at common there. You've Cloud Raider Sphinx, mm. three four flyer Scry two for five at common is really really good. Yeah. Uh, sorry about the cat in the background. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought it was a fire alarm. Twigs, yeah, <laughs> Twigs is demanding attention. <laughs> That's um, okay. Yeah. She's going to be a guest star. Yeah, guest star of the episode. Exactly. Yeah, friend of the show. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, the, I, I, Academy Drake is also quite good. Academy Drake is quite good. Mm. I've, I've, I've never actually seen it have all that much of an impact on my games, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, like, it's serviceable. It's it's yeah. never outstanding, but it's always, it's the old reliable. It's good there for you, you know? Yeah. 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 I think like something I've found is that like a lot of the kicker cards 
That one is like pretty balanced in terms of like how much you're going to cast it with kicker and how much you're not. Yeah. A lot of the kicker cards I found are just like, oh, I'm like almost always want to cast this with kicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Gidu Chronicler, the the red two drop, it's a one three for two, and uh, kicker three and a red, uh, return yeah. an instant or sorcery from your graveyard to your hand. You're almost always casting that at six. Yeah, you're not really yeah, happy yeah. to be casting that for two mana. No, the, like, like the, wow, this is two mana play, right? Yeah, the only time I've done that is um. If I know I'm against aggro, yeah, and I just need to need to play something on turn two, yeah, uh, like or like fine. against a sapling deck, maybe you just block their one ones forever. Like I mean, like the one ones aren't going to kill you that fast, though. You know yeah, what I mean? True. The format, yeah. like there are very few fast decks in the format, so mm-hmm. most of the time, like I'll evaluate the board state, and like most of my most of my cards with kicker, I'll just try not to play if yeah. if there's not immediate pressure on me, which I think is the way to go. Yeah, especially um, yeah, especially like there's some cards where it's like. At first, I was like, oh, this card's really sweet. You know, it's got kickers, so it's versatility. Like, there's the, um, it's a black for a 1 1 menace and kicker 3 gets oh, yeah. 2 plus 1 plus 1 counters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've literally never cast that without kicker. Oh, never, yeah. And the one time my opponent cast it on turn 1 against me, I was just like, oh, I won the game. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. You know, like there's, there's no way this is relevant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pays nothing. I don't understand why anyone would do that. <laughs> I don't understand either. It didn't go well <laughs> yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think clearly I the main mode of that is the, is yeah. the four mana yeah. mode. I suppose it is kind of saying trap a lot of players fall into it by having them um, like overvalue when one drops because it's like oh well I'm not wasting my mana in turn one I have untapped turn one yeah so the fact I'm using it is like well this, this yeah. is the fallacy they fall no no, no I, I know you're yeah. right yeah because yeah. Um, yeah. yeah because, because there's, there's a whole kind of Twitter Twitter storm Twitter controversy well not really controversy everyone agreed with them was a well maybe not actually no NSV was saying how um, the navigator's compass the, the one mana artifact that you can tap and make um, turn one of your basics into. Uh, another value, another type basically just kind of basically fix your mana. Yeah. Uh, it gains a tree life when it comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was even I, I even I saw myself like a lot of people are overvaluating this. And uh, I too during the pre release, I I I played it um, because I, I was doing a very well to discuss it later on. But I was doing a very very greedy splash. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, it was it was a card that when I was first starting out my deck, I put it into the pile of cards that aren't good. Um, during kind of the first start out, but then and later on, as I was like trying to find mana fix, and I was like, oh yeah, this might work, and then. Whenever I cast it on turn one, like it felt good, but then like three turns later, your your like your opponent has more cards in their hand than you, and you're like, oh well, where where did it all go wrong? Yeah, it's like yeah, oh, you just like, you, a card. Do yeah, you just one. lose a card. That's the problem. Like yeah. prophetic prism is insanely good and like a high pick in pretty much every format it's in. Yeah, because it cantrips. It does the yeah. same thing, but it draws yeah. you a card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or a yeah. very similar thing. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like and basically this is like instead of cantripping, yeah, it's one nest and gains a tree life, which is like useless basically. Very yeah. very especially bad. in this format where there's not really aggressive. Decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like. I if mean, you have uh, Lich's Mastery, though. Oh, baby. It's yeah, it's ancestral, ancestral recall. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Sor- sorcery speed ancestral recall. Yeah, yeah. The first draft I did, I ended up in black white Lich's Mastery. Uh, and it was so good. And it, it's, it was. And did you play Navigator's Compass? I actually didn't, no, but I, play, I, did, I played um, the, yeah, the, the Five Mana Flyer. The five mana fire, yeah, yeah that's also ancestral <laughs> recall. Oh, uh, the, the, the three cap, two the that mills and and you gain three, and you gain three, yeah. And kind of, it's, all, it's, all, it's almost like drawing drawing three cards, and then because the legend mastery is like you want to care about having cards in your graveyard, yeah, it kind of gains a tree life in that kind of sense as well. So, oh yeah, that's yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I also I, I played, I played against, yeah, I had um, the the three mana then destroy target enchantment, draw three cards. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was like that was a first not four card factor enchantment. Isn't that game four life? No, it's game three, I think, is it? Is it game four? Oh, she made it in game four. I think it's game four. Oh, it's three mana, actually, yeah, so it probably is. Yeah, yeah, probably is, actually. I'm I'm sure. Well, I guess I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know, but in general impressions of the format, like, I quite like it. Uh, the one deck I don't like playing against is the black-green go-wide deck. Mm. Um, yeah. It just creates really awful board stalls, and it seems just like a coin toss, who's going to win the game once that mm. happens, basically. Like, you just, whoever plays a big flyer that the other person can't deal with usually just wins yeah. the game. Yeah. Which isn't something I already like. Uh, but, like, pretty much all the other matchups, I think, have been pretty good. Um... I think that like archetypes aren't very important at all in the format. No, um, not really. Yeah, you just go into your colors. Like blue red is maybe the only one where you probably do want a lot of wizards. Yeah, but you'll just end up with a lot of wizards because yeah. the good cards are yeah, wizards a lot of the time. Are, yeah. um, but like, but yeah. I played black white at, at the pre-release, and like the theme for black white is like legendary matters. So you know, like Arvad the Cursed is yeah, like sure, like, yeah, you know, yeah, legendary yeah. creature get plus two plus two. But like I had him and two other legendary cards in my deck, and that was fine. I, I literally I got the bonus off him once. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah. And like my deck worked fine. I didn't mm. need that synergy to have an okay deck. Like. Yeah. It's yeah. I just think you're generally just looking for. Yeah, just good quality cards yeah. over anything yeah. else, really. Like, they're yeah. obviously, like, you're going to get some cards that are maybe a little bit build aroundy, mm. you know, where you're going to want to prioritize having historic cards or, yeah. you know, artifacts or whatever. But in general, you just, it's just kind of like solid, like, drafting is, is kind of what you need. Just, like, get, just get in your, in your correct colors for your seat yeah. and uh, kind of don't worry too much about, about, like, mm. building a grand strategy with your deck, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Because uh, I think it's like, you know, there's, there are like a lot of shadow archetypes associated with each color pair, and then so I think some some archetypes are like like I said, blue blue, blue red wizards is is deeper and kind of something you have to kind of go into, and you get a lot of payoff cards. Mm-hmm. But it's also like payoff cards you get from that cards, like you're getting like wizards lightning, which you probably play anyway, you know, for base value. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then just getting the, just getting the just turn it into bolts is, is great. Yeah. Um, and the counter spell isn't even amazing. Like, and they're both uncommons. Like the best one of the best ones is probably the the five mana three three, but uh deals damage equal to the number of wizards you control. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, plenty of times I've cast that and that's my only wizard and then I've killed, like, an X one. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's true. And, it's yeah. Still and the same with the, the, the five mana, three, two, bounce something. Yeah, you just, just play one, that. Yeah, one cheaper mana. if you have a wizard. And yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's not much of an incentive. No. Like, mm. it's good if you can do it, but you'll also take it at five mana. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, there, was, there was a big conversation, actually, we should talk about this. A lot of people were saying that they were taking the draw and, like, playing on Magic Online. Oh, yeah, yeah. that as well. Uh, yeah. a lot Several of people... people did that against me at the pre-release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so, I think it is correct in this format, uh, more often than any other format in the last couple of years, yeah. to take the draw. Yeah. I think people are doing it way too much. Yeah, it's not the default yeah, choice, I don't yeah. think. Well, definitely not. I think it's, like, I suppose, I'll probably narrow it down to, if you're, well, another example where you definitely would is... If you're in a ramp deck that doesn't have land or elves, I mean, obviously that's not a very, you're not in a very good deck, I suppose, if you're playing no, I mean, ramp deck land or elves, but like, I think that's when you would like, you know. Yeah, yeah, if you're in, if you're in a slower ramp deck where you're like, you're playing three colors and you're reliant on like grow from the ashes hmm. and then you have like big unbeatable six mana bombs, yeah. you know, across, across your three colors, that is when you want to be on the draw. Yeah. Uh, even then, like in the dark, you might not want to be on the draw. Because like there aren't that many aggressive decks, but if you're playing one, you're just going to be dead. Like yeah. I played, I play, I played a draft where uh, my opponent in the dark chose to be on the draw. I was playing, I can't remember what I was playing, like red white or red blue or something like that. I killed him very quickly with like not. There's no real insanely aggressive yeah. cards, but I played. I just played a creature and then put an aura on it or something and killed him for one drop. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I chose to be on the play 
game two, and I just killed him again. And it's like, yeah. well, you just <laughs> yeah. let me like for that. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd be very cautious about doing it in the dark. And yeah, like, Sarah, you know, it happened to me several times at the pre release. People allowed me to be on the plane. I was like, yeah, thanks. I tried it once. I tried being on the draw once, and I, because I was like, I don't think in that in that particular matchup my opponent's deck wasn't like super aggressive either um and that was the round that i lost so i don't know if that directly contributed really but i mean in sealed it's definitely you're going to be on going to want to be on the draw more yeah definitely um you know it's like and you're going to be more more, three three or more colors more often as well so that that's an additional benefit of being on the draw yeah definitely but in draft even though it's not super synergistic, the format, and it is seemingly quite slow, yeah, just don't don't be doing this by default. Don't do it because PV wrote an article and yeah. said that you should be on the draw, or like you see a streamer do it, or whatever. Like, yeah. don't don't just do this by default every time because it will probably lose you more games than you win yeah. if yeah. you if you're not thinking very closely about what you're doing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like you, even when I was playing the black white Lich's mastery deck, which like on paper is like business to every deck you choose to be on the draw. Mm-hmm. Like one one time, one time I did choose. Yeah, my opponent here went turn one, uh, Thomas Bodyguard. You're turn one, the two one. I'm like, oh god. Um, you know, it's like my removal is, is you know, three and four mana. Yeah. Um, and then I immediately lost. This that. one drop is going to do eight <laughs> yeah, damage to me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There is a lot of cheap removal in the format, though, as well, mm-hmm. which is like, mm-hmm. and that is a reason to be on the draw if you have like a Gideon's Reproach and two Vicious Offerings in your deck or whatever. Yeah. You know, that yeah. does make it easier for you to be on the draw. Yeah. yeah. And like, if you do have like those expensive kicker cards, like the the two mana one threes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or there's the the blue two mana one three that taps to add colorless for like a sorcery or whatever instant or sorcery. Yeah, my yeah. card hasn't been great for me. So like those cards like have defensive stats. Mm-hmm. So sure, if yeah. you absolutely need to, if you've chosen to be on the draw and someone runs out of Dauntless Bodyguard on turn mm-hmm. one, you know you could just play that Darn play it, yeah. one of those cards for like no kicker. Yeah, you definitely will. Turn you two. Definitely yeah. Will, yeah. Caligos Kimmich. Yeah, Caligos yeah. Kimmich yeah. yeah, yeah. as well, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it definitely is interesting that, like, it's, like, like, like everyone said, it's, it's systems we never discussed in the limited format, and, like, yeah. like since I've been playing, like, I, I've never yeah. seen it come up. Um, One thing that I think is interesting with the format is the way, uh, at least in Sealed, a lot of people, a lot of people I saw were playing three colours. Yeah. And f- fairly... Fairly good number of people playing four as well. Yeah. Yeah. So a fair few people playing four colours with like double colour spells in their deck and stuff like that. Like the double colour in their main colour. Yeah. And then still, but still splashing like two other colours or whatever. Um, but then we have this cycle of rares that are so mana intensive. Yeah, I like that actually. Obviously they're only rares, so they don't mm. come up every time. But like, it's interesting that the generally the format is pulling you away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whereas those cards, some of them at least, are really big in- incentives to to be like not monocolor, but like strongly in one yeah. color and very small in another color. Yeah, like like the genie here that gets a was a plus one power or parry yeah, with the number of yes, yeah, it's an O four. Yeah, yeah. So like, not only obviously you need blue, blue, blue to cast it. Yeah. But then every island you play after that pumps its power by one as well. So yeah, you're you want even more islands in your deck if possible. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, a three-four flyer for three is insane, but yeah. Yeah. anyway, yeah. you don't actually need any more islands after yeah. that. But. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Yeah, but yeah, yeah like that, certainly wouldn't say no. Like that card is obviously like, and Steel Leaf Champion are the best ones to play on turn three, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, if possible. But like the other ones, 
Well, but not as Marshall is good at all points of the game, pretty much. Yeah, well, it's it's better later than it is early. Yeah, probably. True, yeah, you yeah. want it when you have other creatures and you can use the anthem effect the turn that it comes into play, and yeah. it's less likely it gets removed. Definitely. Yeah. And then the um, the dread shade, uh, the black one, like it's you, fine. it's fine to play it early, but it's actually probably better to play it later too because like you don't want to just spend your mana pumping it the next turn, you know? Yeah, you yeah, to, yeah. And like. You'd like to be able to pump it immediately on blocks if yeah. possible. If you yeah, exactly. More yeah. So, yeah. so those ones are kind of cool. And like the blue one, obviously, you just want to jam on turn three. Yeah. Whenever yeah. adds the steel of chopping, you do as well. Yeah. And then the red one, I guess you do as well. It depends on the board state. Yeah, I mean, the red one doesn't scale very well with the game because it's just a 3-3 yeah. first strike. But yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's very good if mm-hmm. you can play it on that turn. Um, Radiant Lightning, is that the card that d- deals one to everything, deals three to your opponent? Yeah. That card is a really it's good sideboard card. No, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think like it's because it's pretty crap in your main deck, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think people just to note this, people should be probably taking this harder for their uh, higher for their sideboard and red decks because it just destroys the the black green deck, yeah, yeah. which is heavily overdrafted at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. but it, it, it's just, I think it's definitely the red the black green deck is kind of a deck that does build itself. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's easy it's easy to to fall into it and it's easy to put it to to put it together. Yeah, uh, it's almost because it is like like a tribal deck that. I think people are hung over from Mixland. You know, you just oh, pick all the ones I say. Well, I also think a lot of the sure green commons are like really high power level. There's a lot of really, yeah. really big green guys. Yeah, I mean there there always are, but I mm-hmm. think in this particular that like you things like the, I think it's Untamed Kavu is that what it's called? Two two, the two two. Yeah. Well, it's never a two two. Yeah, uh, and then there's the other one that's like a four four. Can be a seven seven. Seven seven. It's a bail yeah. off. Yeah, bail off. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what else is there? Is a seven six for six? Yeah. No, no, never really. That was not though. very good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's fine. Like, but. Oh yeah. Um, no rejects. And Lama then Lama of course there's. Yeah, that's You or something we were missing. And there's like the the two mana elf that lets you you can pay you can have green green to pay kicker costs. That card is really good. Yeah, 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 that, yeah that gets you card. to untame Kabu on turn three potentially. Yeah. With kicker. Hmm. Um. Yeah, green. Like the, like green is pretty deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. good. And like obviously, if you're in green, you, you're you're pretty likely to splash at least one color because you have you have grow from the ashes and you have the uh, the elf that you can pay one. In a, it's like yeah. a filter, so you can pay one in the green to make yeah. color. It's a three two for three. It's very rare I've actually used that uh, that ability. Yeah, well, like the fact that it's a three two for three is it's, the is yeah, what makes exactly. it playable yeah, because it's yeah, just yeah. a serviceable creature, and then also you can pay. Mm. You know, you can splash your cards off it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at, very, at yeah. a bit of a cost. Yeah, I've already to higher than the one three that puts a land in play from your hand because like you're probably only going to get value out of that once. Uh, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that card is is not great. I have put it in a deck or two. Mm. Yeah, I've kind of gotten there, but your hand needs to be like incredibly specific, basically, for yeah, you to yeah. go off with it in your own yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah. yeah, you have to be like, okay, so I get to play this on turn two. Then I need two more lands in my hand <laughs> so I can ramp on turn three, yeah. and then I need a threat, and then I'll basically never get to ramp twice with it because yeah. how many cards are in my yeah, hand? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. after that, it's just a what is it? A one two a one, or a one three? One three three. Another one three for two. Yeah, yeah. is it for two? Uh, yeah, it yeah. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So lots again, lots of defensively static <laughs> creatures in the set. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything to say about your deck at the pre-release? Oh, oh it was insane. Uh, it was. It, was kind of, it took me a while to put it together because uh, there, there, there's kind of no kind of easy, easy theme. It was, it was kind of it seemed, it seemed pretty broad, but then yeah, uh, I when I started going through just my pile of bombs, I realized that I had a pile of bombs, mm-hmm. and and the bombs were pretty insane. So I uh, I had. 
two angels, the lyre, the, the Bainslayer angel, which is mythic, that was obviously insane. You had a, um, oh, the 3-4, the with the green activate ability, because it gives everyone hexproof. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Shalai. Shalai, yeah. Always a plenty. Yeah. yeah, so then they synergize with each other, because plus all angels got plus one plus one from the, <laughs> the Bainslayer. Yeah, uh, that's really why you need to push that card. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like so. Those are like all right. I'm going like, to reach a goblin barrage. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, those are those are kind of pushing me. It's a five five anyway. Goblin barrage deals four. No, sorry. I'm, I'm saying Lyra puts Shalai out of reach of a goblin. Barrage, oh, sorry, right, right. Which yeah, means yeah, yeah, yeah. which puts everything else out of reach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 and I, I, one point I had to do out and like uh, my opponent had. Uh, uh, time of ice, time of ice, yeah, time of yeah. ice, and I was like, oh, I just don't do anything. Do yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> so awkward. Just yeah. tap Shalai once, and then you can't do anything. Else. Exactly. This yeah. happened to LSV in his first video he put up. I don't know if you saw this. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also happened to me in one of the in the first match I with, played with Torgar, or? with Torgar and Shalai. Yeah. yeah, where my opponent sacked stuff to play Torgar. But oh, yeah. I had Shalai out, so I had Hexproof, so he couldn't target me with the yeah. lose half your life. Oh my ability. god! Yeah. yeah. So does he target themselves, or is it... no? It says up to one yeah, target to, player. So you don't have to. Okay, yeah, right, yeah. That but, is uh, yeah. So LSV had happened to him in his first video, and he was like fuming. He was like Magic Online bug that again. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it was only like ten minutes later in the video, he was like, "I'm an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. Yeah. Uh, that like, card's insane, by the way. Torgar, Torgar yeah, yeah. yeah. Torgar's pretty good. Yeah, I, had Tor- I had Torgar in my Yeah, that was pretty sick. Standard playable, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Exactly. Yeah, right. If you can play him for two mana, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's like six your opponent to ten. Like seven six, it's not great when your opponent's on twenty, but it's pretty good when your opponent's on ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so then my my pool was those two angels, and I had um, so I kind of decent green fixing, so I was like, yeah, we're just gonna play a lot of player on a bomb. So I also had the Alasor. That comes in to fight something with kicker. That yeah, card's so it's good. As bonkers, well. yeah. That, that insane. It's a form out of five five. Yep. That's it. <laughs> well, that's like the worst case that's scenario. A big dude. That's yeah. a, that's better. That's probably, a great case. Yeah. No, before you do the kicker, like I mean, you're you're having to kicker yeah. most of the time. Yeah, it's like well, you're playing a five five on turn four is pretty on turn yeah. three if you have Lamar. Like you see, my other five drops. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have Lamar. actually. I was out of that, but didn't need it. I had other ramp spells. Um, yeah, and then I I played two basic mountains to play um, two basic mountains, which I went to find with <laughs> two my two basic mountains to play two basic mountains. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. They're great. Uh, no, I had two basic mountains um, quite the combo. to get off to, to get off my growth in the ashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, felt like I was playing that standard ramp deck, you know, back where you play supposed to vegetation, go find only two basic mountains in your deck and play yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like doing that. But you weren't playing Chandra Flame Color. I was not playing Ratten Chandra Flame Color. I was playing. Um, Blade Wing Dragon that makes sort of Dragon Dragon. I could not find the token and that it makes but yeah. uh, it's the method didn't matter. token on the side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had one, sorry, but I gave it to yeah. another player. It's fine. I I um, I You found something to represent. Exactly. yeah, so I, I was basically green like cast a kicker off? Yeah. Oh no, I am because so because my Spash was so greedy. Um it was like I was only I only had the mana by the time I was at seven hands. Like I I was never able to run it out on Obviously, the, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, bail safe is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was like, I mean, yeah. you want to be as greedy as possible with that as well, because they, yeah. they can usually it's, deal with one dragon, it's yeah. almost impossible to deal with two dragons, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it was like, it was whenever, whenever I did cast it, um, yeah, it was just winning the game on the spot, like, yes, yeah. um, yeah. So, basically, my, my, my pool was those insane bombs, um, and man fixing, uh, so yeah, green white base, and that, and I went 4 1, um. I did not take down the pre-release, but I came close. Same as Yeah. Uh, yeah, my build, my build was, was pretty decent as well. Uh, I was kind of disappointed when I opened it because it didn't seem like it was amazing. Hmm. But actually, it was fine. Um, like, I got, as my promo card, I got, like, uh, Isolated Chapel. So I was like, yeah, well, that's whatever. But it made the deck. Yeah. Because <laughs> it turned out to be a great point deck. <laughs> yeah. So I had, like, Arvad. I had uh, my, my real bombs were Torgar and Rite of Bells and Lock. 
Oh yeah. Well, I never mm. got the demon off right of Bell's lock, but I, I managed to sacrifice a few a few cultists for uh to bring Torgar down a little bit early sometimes. Well, so oh, yeah, you're getting anyway. Yeah. yeah, and I had the uh Talad Omnivore, which is the four mana three three that you can pay one to give it one and sack a creature to give a plus two plus two until end of turn. Card's yeah, pretty, pretty yeah, good right. Bells and luck as well. Yeah. I I I had a card pretty low in my in my kind of value in it and uh, just yeah. a play just, just, it, just the way it navigates sports states. Uh, and it's um you can't like you can just attack through uh you can't attack into it and yeah. you can attack through board states. It's yeah, pretty, yeah pretty good. exactly, yeah. yeah. Add the the three two cat flying cat that yes. you were mentioning had um I had really good removal. Like, that was what really pulled me into mm-hmm. black white there. Well, mm-hmm. I had obviously the, the uncommon. I had the land, but uh, I had very good removal. I had the I had eviscerate. I had settled the score. Oh, yeah. I uh, didn't have a planeswalker, unfortunately. And I had um, what's the the white removal spell? Blessed light or something like that. Yeah, blessed light. Uh, yeah. Like five mana exile. No, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I think I had something else as well. Is there like a minus two, minus two, maybe vicious offering? Vicious offering. Yeah. So I had something like that. Yeah. Nice, I think. Yeah. So yeah, that had good removal, good bombs. So um, yeah, I wasn't happy at first because the pool, the, uh, none of the colors were really deep. Mm. But uh, like I literally, that was all the playable cards that I had in black and white okay. that were in that deck. Like, um, so but yeah, it was good. I had Knight of Malice, obviously had his best in a, in a black oh, and white yeah. deck. <laughs> Got to play with Dauntless Bodyguard a few times. It's a pretty yes. sweet, sweet combo. Well, those cards are as good as you think they'd be. They're really good. Although I keep getting confused and thinking they have protection. I know, I know, it's yeah. Really annoying. yeah. Really annoying. It's very confusing cards, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll internalize it eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, how was your pre-release, Karen? Uh, mine was good. I didn't play. Yeah, I helped judge the event. So this Ooh. was my uh, event that I had to have to judge basically uh, on my way to becoming level one. Um, so I judged the Saturday morning pre-release in Gamers World. Uh, the head judge for the event was Eamon Jones, and he was mentoring me, helping me out during the event, uh, which was great. He was. He was Excellent, so thanks, Eamon, for that. Uh, also, Mark and Ollie, two level two judges, were there as well, and I had kind of talked to them both during the day as well when I had questions or stuff like that. They were really helpful, so mm-hmm. thanks to thanks to those guys as well. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Honestly, it was a, this. It was a big pre release. We had a uh, sixty eight people, so um, I was I was like. I thought I'd be busier throughout the day, honestly. The first couple of rounds, there were a lot of questions. Mm. And then, I think because there's not so much in the way of new mechanics in the set, the questions kind of dried up a little bit after the first couple of rounds. I was still getting maybe like yeah. five or six judge calls per round or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was kind of run off my feet in the in the first two rounds, yeah, uh, yeah. which was great. And then, it, yeah, it was a little bit quieter after that. Yeah, yeah. But it was still great, so I, I learned an awful lot Um you know, just a, a, about like dealing with players and stuff like that, and uh, how to approach different situations and stuff. Uh, being level one is basically you can only judge it regular anyway, so it's it's it is all about you know like providing a good environment, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. an atmosphere and stuff at a regular event and stuff, mm-hmm. and making sure that how you deal with situations and the fixes you implement and stuff like that are conducive to just a good friendly yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Edu- educational magic environment for yeah, players yeah. basically so I tried my best um, to to go to you know use that philosophy throughout the day I think I did pretty well uh, I got one judge call incorrect which uh, which stung a little bit oh. but uh, everybody <laughs> was learning it? it was a pretty difficult one so it was uh, so Kimmy asked me this during a game and apology, I apologize to her for getting it wrong afterwards but apologies again Kimmy if you're listening so uh, she asked me if she Crewed the weather light, then played Dauntless Bodyguard, 
This was, she actually had these cards. This wasn't just trying to oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to give me a riddle. If you if she plays Donless Bodyguard, naming the Weatherlight, choosing the Weatherlight, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Weatherlight after that turn is no longer a creature, uh, can she still then sacrifice Donless Bodyguard, giving the Weatherlight indestructible? And my guess would be no. Is that right? That is wrong. Yeah, I also would have guessed no. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's what I thought as well. Right. Uh, and so you, even when the weatherlight's not a creature, you can sacrifice Donald's bodyguard to give it in and give it indestructible if it's previously been named. Yes, even though Donald's bodyguard says the chosen creature gains indestructible. Yeah. Uh, basically, that's just sort of like shorthand to refer to the the permanent that it's you know quote unquote bonded with or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter that it's not okay, a creature yeah. anymore at that point. Mm. So I got that incorrect. I said because it says chosen creature that, that ability yeah. is not going to work anymore. Um yeah so that but I feel like that's a well, pretty your fault. That, that is very it says on the card. Yeah. It says well it is my fault in Reading that, the card you know. explains the card. But but that was one where I should have uh yeah, yeah. I should have should have checked it. Should have checked it. Um but and I, I discussed it with all the judges in the room after that as well. Uh, or or most of the judges. Uh, and yeah, I understand now why it works like that. Uh, yeah. I won't, do, won't get it wrong again. So learning experience go. for yeah. me. Great. Uh, but it was really fun. It was like, uh, helped some newer, uh, younger players like build their decks and stuff like that. And nice. it was kind of, it was cool. Like I had judge calls from then, then throughout the day and stuff like that. And it was, it was just great to see like kids yeah. like playing magic and getting excited about it and stuff like that. Nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was, a, it was a really rewarding, satisfying experience. Uh, and I'm looking forward to judging more in, in future once I get my I'm taking the test on Saturday so hopefully Ooh. I don't mess that up I'm, right. I'm pretty confident about it <laughs> yeah. but yeah. hopefully after that I'll be certified and uh, judge more events in future and yeah to anyone out there who has thought about uh, judging going for level 1 or whatever I'd really highly recommend it I, uh, I had a lot of fun and uh, I think it's it's very rewarding so. Deadly nice yeah. cool. well good luck with your test thanks yeah. question 1 if yeah. done with bodyguard <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's you. You have had some other experiences in limited, right? You you played a few. I've drafts drafted a bunch. Yeah, yeah, I've drafted a bunch. Yeah. I've been jamming drafts. Any yeah. any thoughts from drafts that are separate, maybe from our sealed discussion? Um, uh, we did mention. No, we bit. talked about draft a little bit already. No, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't played sealed, so I can't. I, I did play actually one sealed on Magic Online. Okay. And I was three zero, and I was convinced I was going to go five zero, and then it ended up being three two. Oh, so okay. don't listen to me about sealed. God, so sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, but I mean, draft is is pretty fun. I think, uh, like, I think the format is is good fun. I think it's a good place for newer players or players that don't draft very much to to jump into. It's mm-hmm. like it's not overly complicated. Uh, there are cool interactions and stuff like that happening the whole time. But yeah. in terms of mechanics and like uh, like the actual like drafting process, it's like it's uh, it's it's pretty easy to get into. I think so. I think it's a really good set for for anyone to just jump in and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's relatively few like unplayables as well. Yeah, nice. you uh, you'll end up with. Uh, I've had one draft so far that was a pretty much a train wreck, and yeah. I still ended up with enough playables easily. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's actually one. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, will we talk about our deck of the week? Oh yeah. So this is a very similar deck that we had before. Yes. Uh, this is a legacy burn. Yeah. With uh, nineteen basic mountains. Nice. Uh, to, yeah, so I suppose going to have really the mana base. There's nothing else in there. There's nothing else in there. There are versions that play fetches yeah. and some versions play barbarian ring and stuff like yeah. that. But no. yeah, I was yeah. thinking barbarian ring surely has to be. But it's kind of it's. Uh, you wouldn't even throw like because I think it's Sun Scorched Desert and a few Ramanap ruins in there. I that was something I was considering actually. Um, 
more so than well, all right. So let's do it. Try it out. Well, barbarian yeah. rings just better, right? Than round up rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think you need to have threshold for barbarian rings. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So then, so I think it's, it's not like that hard having, to get. Having the fetch deck. Well, yeah. Those fetch the fetches kind of get you there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although, yeah. Sorry. If you yeah. if you get if you have threshold in a burn deck without fetches, then you yeah, won the you won the game. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is yeah. hard to get the threshold. Yeah. yeah. Especially um. And it's also at the same time the versions. Also, it's got a body speaking. There's versions. Well, fire blast gets you the threshold very easily. That's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the last. You want that to be the last card you cast. Well, much, you can yeah. float the mana and then sack the mountains, fire blast them, and then barbarian ring them. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. I mean, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Barbarian ring is that mountain itself? No. So, so you might be well. That's that's likely to be stuck. Not yeah. Yet, yeah. You're, you're choosing. You three lands, yeah. You got lands anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we're kind of broadly speaking, there's two versions where one version has Grim Lavancer and barbarian ring and fetches. Uh, so the, the fetches yeah, feed the Lavancer. Uh, and the version just has basic mountains. Um So I think, and searing blaze as well. Searing blaze, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. Searing blaze, yeah, they heavily get your your landfall for a searing blaze um, in that version. So yeah, the original pain. It's a, it primarily is for for a bunch of reasons. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm happy to deck now, so I probably will just play this version in in Birmingham. Uh, I went, um, I participated in the Dexy Challenge last weekend and came twenty fifth nice. and got my name Wait. up there in lights on Magic Online, but whatever you call it. The, 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 the five or the yeah. results yeah. on Empty Goldfish. You can click on my username there on Empty Goldfish. Tells me all the time I got tournament results. One nice. being nice. four three. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty cool. So um, the last time I got this deck was um, before I played it. Was kind of was was it? I, I, I don't know. No, you haven't played it. I'd played it. All. Yeah, it was one I was considering playing. I played against it. That's what it was. Yeah, I played against it at the in the pool. I thought, oh, I'll play this. Um, so then I put a deck, put a deck, a deck together, and it actually is very very challenging to play because. What it feels like it feels like you're it feels like you're playing limit of it feels like you're playing like limit of game where your deck is just way worse than everybody else's because what you're what you're doing is <laughs> far less powerful than what, they're, what they're doing and like every game you win you feel like you only barely win it yeah where it feels like mono red and other formats it's like sometimes you just get off the fast start they stumble and you just run them over yeah um, and obviously there's like choices and stuff involved they're not where if it always feels like next it's like because the games usually are just three three or four turns long you're like. You, you know, every time, every time this is make something. A lot of time you're playing, you're making plays that only make sense if your next card and the top of your deck is, you know, whatever it is like a, card, a particular card. Um, and I suppose so a lot of it comes. Then you mentioned, yeah. So last week, last time I mentioned this deck, you mentioned um, Patrick Sullivan's article about um, uh, basically playing around counters. So mm-hmm. I think the most interesting matchups are when you're playing against Delver decks, where you're kind of you're you're, you're basically kind of constantly playing around days and you're kind of baiting out stuff and. Um, Usually, kind of, usually, basically, basically, usually during the time you play into days is when you want your opponent to data out, and you want to you want them to bounce the land for whatever reason. Or yeah. and sometimes you want to get the days out of their hand before you cast price progress. Because sometimes they cast price progress, sell cast days just to get even if you have mana up to cast days, uh, just to get the, the basic away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, other interesting things are, I think, as well, as well, as well as a lot of time you're you have so yeah, your your normal plays are usually your creatures, which you want to get you want to get down, start doing damage. Uh, your fire blasts, like like you mentioned, it's uh, what's video destroy two mountains instead of paying for a spana cost. Uh, sacrifice. Usually, sacrifice rather, yeah. Mm. There we go. It's important to know. Level zero um, judge. <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, yeah, so usually it's like you spend your first few turns to do as much damage as you can and then you're just kind of drawing cards and you're kind of like drawing cards per turn and you're kind of basically trying to sculpt a hand that will win the game one turn and uh, it's some very interesting like, some matchups like against Delver or like against uh Maverick, it's like you're trying to find a specific window to, to get in there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like if they, 
you know, you want to you do it in response to a debt, right, debt, right, debt right shaman activation, or you want to do a one day attack, you want to cast price progresses when they attack with their Night of Valkyrie so they can't stack lands off it. Mm. And it's like you're easily, you're trying to bait out them to to kind of switch off ways to destroy their own lands yeah. um, or to, to, to prevent them from baiting around stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of going bam, 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 you know, like two price progresses and a fire blast and it's mm-hmm. like 20 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it is a really fun deck and it is very difficult to pilot, but I feel like you know, I lost a lot with it and started getting better with it. Um, so I'm happy to, to to bring this to Birmingham. 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 Burn it down. This is so perfect. Exactly. Yeah, one last point I'm make about it is now on this complete speculating because I never played this on paper yet, but so back in Sarah Podcast when we mentioned how you know, we have this kind of Hollywood idea of you know playing poker is all about kind of reading your opponent and getting tells mm-hmm. off somewhere like a real life playing poker. You know, nine times out of ten, remember more so ninety times out of hundred. No, that's, that's the same. Ninety nine <laughs> times out of hundred, uh, you're going to win from playing good tactical play. Same way, Magic. Like you're most yeah. most games you win are from playing tactical play. Yeah. Where I think with this deck, I feel like kind of reading your opponent and getting tells will matter a lot more because okay, like so many times Magic Online, it's like all right, my opponent's thinking they're in the tank. I'm like, oh well, okay, maybe. If they're thinking that means they might have this, 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 and this, that all, all of these spells are in the range. Okay. Then you're like, oh, well, maybe they're just, they're just going off to get a cup of tea. Like, yeah, it's yeah, online, they're, so. maybe they're, you know, yeah. their cat jumped on their keyboard. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the best of us. Yeah, uh, yeah so I feel that kind of stuff so like you, that. So you think well, that in real life you'll actually, you'll be able to tell a bit more? Yeah, I think I think it, w- it will be, the, the data points generated by what your opponent is doing in between phases and stuff will matter a lot more mm. uh, than what are decks, because... Like just because your plan has so little variation to it, I suppose I wouldn't say that. I suppose it's your 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 plan changes so much based on the phases of a turn. Okay, um, where it's like some like you know in most games you usually say oh again into one turn if only I had one more turn I would have done this or if I should have played this in this turn no that would that no if I had done this on the previous turn I would have won. Where now it's like in a deck like burn it's like oh if I had done this in the first main phase I would have won or I should have done it in that tiny window I had back two, two turns ago. Yeah, response uh, to their activation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's because because you're you're because as those you're right that, that because there are fewer choices uh, there's fewer ch- chances to make those choices so you're really on a really thin line of oh, mm. of what went to pull the trigger in. Mm-hmm. I think at the same time it's a little bit more difficult in paper to do that to like. Like, like for example, responding to an activation of something, mm. it's a, a lot more difficult. I feel to jump in at that moment and, and say, "I want to do a thing here." In oh, sure, yeah, that's absolutely because you physically have to say, "I don't know." It's just not as like the game doesn't wait for you. Yeah, your yeah, opponent yeah. doesn't wait yeah. for you. Like in many cases, people go to activate something and they just start doing it already. Yeah, and yeah. you have to say, "No, wait, stop! I have a thing that I want to do." Yeah, yeah. people are pretty good about that in Legacy with Deathrite Shaman because they know sure, yeah. people sure, do yeah, respond yeah. to the activations very yeah. often because yeah. you know, especially when it's exiling a land or whatever, yeah. and yeah. you don't get the mana immediately and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was then I was on, on the other hand, the point I made where like I was saying, "Oh, if your opponent pauses at this point, you might think go oh, down this spell." Whereas they also kind of works against you. Where yeah, if they activate your Irish Shaman and you wait for a while. If you do that magic online, it doesn't it doesn't really give your opponent that much data because they're thinking, oh well, maybe you don't, my opponent's mm-hmm. not, I'm not the keeper or whatever. Whereas, you know, if if you if you burn spells in your hand and your, your opponent goes that's why they're a shaman and you go you say, oh wait, hang on a second, they go into the tank and yeah. they say, oh no, wait, it's fine. They yeah. just suddenly got a whole lot of information. Yeah, they, they wouldn't have gotten magic online. So yeah, True. it does work both ways. True, um, but I am excited to try it out on paper. Um, I was going to go find nineteen basic matching and all said islands. Mess. <laughs> <laughs> the very well. Islands, yeah. no, can't even. No, can't cast anything. All right. Well, um, put those sunscorched deserts or barbarian rings or whatever in, and, and yeah, back. I, 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 I don't know. We'll see. Is barbarian ring an expensive card? 
No, I don't think so. Okay. It's like yeah. common, I think, isn't it? Is yeah. Uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it might have been reprinted in a commander or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. So even if it's uncommon, it's fine, I'm sure. You might as well try Skullcrack, because it's going against um, Glacial Chasm, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Chasm. Yeah. Chasm, yeah. Yeah, does, it, no does Legacy Burn not normally play Skullcrack? No, no, actually doesn't. No, oh, no. Okay, yeah, very, very seldom you see it in the in the sideboards. Oh. Um, but I think it's time to shine. Mm. One of us might actually cast our namesake. <laughs> mm. I've cast it loads of times. No, but since we started, oh, this since podcast? We started the podcast, uh, yeah, I don't think so. I'm not yeah. sure. Well, no, I probably have played Burn yeah once or twice since then. Yeah, yeah. I might have done. As I'm well, sure I am called yeah. someone yeah. cast theirs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Except, cool. you have an email. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We got an email also. It's from... not. It's not very good to have more close someone and cast their skull crack because it still hits you. It says each already. Yeah. Okay, but uh, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure I saw it at the time and didn't do it, uh, but I could have. Or maybe it is target opponent. I don't know. I thought it was each though. Yeah. So we got an email from uh, Aiden Lynch. So you oh can, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, you guys can email us at skullcrackpodcast at gmail uh, and he emailed us in some of his ideas for talent time warp. Um, this set is really coming together. Yeah, Easy it really is. Yeah. Um, I'm going to draft this instead. <laughs> Don't worry. I am not going to read it. All these. What is this? It's a cycle. Yeah, it's a cycle of. Um, so he, he created a cycle of gods for us based on the ancient uh, ancient Irish gods. Very cool. From, from mythology yeah. or whatever. A little more um, dramatic than the fish I created last week. <laughs> slightly, slightly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read. What am I going to read? gonna read out the green one yeah all right the green one is on dogda more so it's more means big i don't know what dogda means it's a, it's it's a father a, of a dog it's just a lot of the a hard to madra or something <laughs> uh i think that's just a name isn't it dogda the big dog yeah maybe yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's a two green green for a four four a legendary creature god that's pretty big. trample indestructible uh, on Dr. Moore cannot attack or block unless you control the creature with or tied for the greatest power oh yes and it's a uh, two to green target creature gets plus x plus x until end of turn where x is the number of forests you control that's pretty sick. oh yeah so if you've cast this guy it's likely that it's going to get at least plus two plus two um interesting that he can do it on himself yeah he has trample and then he probably activates himself as well Probably slightly overpowered. I think yeah, it was, it's very it's unlikely that your opponent's going to have that. Sim- similar enough to Ronus, like, yeah. but this guy can target himself. Yeah, yeah. So, mm, I, I think it's strong. It's strong. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to give it the white one. I like this one, actually. It's interesting. It's weird. It's a uh, two white white for a uh, uh, legendary creature god, again. It's a uh, Log, youthful king. I also don't really know who Log is. but uh, oh, he's a king. He gave us some little... Uh, Pretty young. Yeah, he's a, he's a young king. He gave us some little blurbs about them as well. He said, Lug, god of skills and crafts, yeah. portrayed as a youthful saviour slash hero slash king. He's also associated with laws, oaths and truth. He killed Baylor in battle. Oh. Baylor is the, the black card here. Um, so it's Lug, youthful king. Two white white for a 3-5 vigilance indestructible. And he can't attack or block unless an opponent owns two or more cards in exile. Oh, like, oh, I like that. Bit of an interesting Jesus. activation ability there. That is or not activation, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of unlike some of the other gods like the gods that really exist now mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to go from being on to being off yeah, whereas yeah. this one once he's on probably not going to turn off yeah, again sure yeah, yeah. Um, but he has an activated ability as well which helps him get there which is a three and a white exile target non-land permanent until Loki youthful king leaves the battlefield if you do 
Return all cards previously exiled with Loak, Youthful King, to the battlefield. That's, That's a just... really cool ability, actually. Yeah. So was... you can exile something, but only one thing at a time. Yeah, you have to bring the, the old thing back. Whatever the other thing was. And it says an opponent controls, is it? No. It says that target might... non permanent. That might be a bit too good if you can keep looping your own into the battlefield stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, a bit slow, yeah. but that's a re- that's a really cool design though. I've actually never seen that yeah. in a magic card before. Yeah, that's very sweet. That's and uh, it's kind of like Ice of Lip where you just kind of change the thing yeah. you're 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then, as the game develops. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the other ones till uh, to another week. Cool. Yeah. We'll trickle. Cool. We'll trickle we'll later. A, a lovely cycle so that was the green and the white very powerful so you, and like the flavour is really good on yeah the flavour is very good yeah, so. even though I'm not 100% up on all these characters but uh, obviously Aiden does research and I'm going to believe him that they're yeah. representative <laughs> of, the, of, the, of, of the dudes well they're all WWE the wrestlers aren't they you got Finn Balor and yeah. the big okay. show and, yeah. yeah on the show uh, more Balor of the evil eye that's the wrestler right mm-hmm. um, yeah uh, and he also said congrats to Alan on your PPT. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, there we go. Um, congrats to Kieran on going along to an RPT. Boom. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll be the We've got to start brewing. Yeah, yeah. The set's out now. So, yeah. We'll, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, take yeah, a look yeah, at yeah. Standard this weekend. We'll see what's up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is there a GP this, this next weekend coming up? Um, be, right? There'll be an SCG. Anyway. There's, there's, there's always, always, an, SCG, always yeah. an SCG the first weekend. Yeah. yeah. Except for the last Standard fund, all the bands came in and actually wasn't pulled, which was kind of silly. Oh, yeah. They were like. They're like, no one likes standard. Uh, I think it was like, oh, I don't respect me. I think they they planned it uh, before the bands came in. Whereas like when bands came in, standard was suddenly insanely interesting because there's so many possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then there was, for rivals, there's no weak one. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So hopefully that's not the case this time. All right. Cool. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week, this time, really. <laughs> Again, as I said, you can email us, gocrackpodcast at gmail.com if you have any nice ideas for Tala Time work. Yeah. Them. Slowly put the set together. Maybe we'll print it out someday yeah, and draft it. It's a very powerful uh, set. Yeah, it is, <laughs> seems really good cool so far. Has jewels, of course, it will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't agree to this. All right. Yeah, they're functional reprints, but they're just named after counties. Yeah. So like, <laughs> Scrubland oh. is just called City West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dublin is a county. No, well, yeah, they're just named after places. Areas in Dublin. Yeah. New back is Dublin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you can uh, you can tweet us at Skullcrack. Uh, that's the only place no you can contact us on Facebook as well oh yeah there we go yeah we're uh, facebook.com forward slash school crack cool yeah and uh, we should update that more <laughs> that's your job <laughs> is it I don't know what? I'm, I'm giving you that job okay. alright All right. that's it <laughs> yeah. it doesn't so. work on my phone sorry this is really boring but whenever I try to update the page on my phone it just gives me like an error on the phone. oh really phone. okay yeah, well, I delete the Facebook on my phone so fair enough fair enough alright so uh, any updates that you see on Facebook on Skullcrack page are from Alan from now on. Thank you, Riddle Form. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, don't lie. Did you notice, by the way, we started getting a lot of messages from like confused old people <laughs> yeah. on the on the Skullcrack Facebook page. Yeah, it's really funny. They're yeah. just like old people love Facebook. Yeah, they accidentally message us and then it automatically sends them a response that says, "How can we help you?" And then, <laughs> and then one old lady just sent back, "You can't help me." <laughs> You cannot help me. It's wonderful. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah. Page admin. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to be the admin. Her name was Edna, yeah. I think. So yeah. shout outs to Edna. She's our <laughs> favourite listener. Yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, that's Jesus. it for this week. Bye, guys. Bye bye.
set us out, you know what that means. No. Or should I say, you know what that means. That is right. It is time for a knowing meme, knowing you. This oh is where we. God. This is where I go on. <laughs> this is where I go on Magic to Circle Jerking. I take some memes, I read them out, but we construe it as a as a quiz show, kind of like a British comedy panel show. Okay. We've done this we, before. We've done this before. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Okay. What? Right. Short memory. Yeah, we did it before. Well, if we didn't do, I definitely have written it down. We did it before. <laughs> okay. Fair we enough. Can just, uh, <laughs> we can just do it again. Game, but I'm going. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it's kind of okay. So I use I use browse magic magic to circle jerking. No. no. All right. It's a terrible terrible um subreddit. It's just full of shit. Like what? Uh, all I, the rest. But I <laughs> shit I enjoy it a lot. All right. Question number one. And this is a quiz, right? So we're gonna keep keep, keep track. Keeping score. Okay. Pencil. Um, this, this pencil works. All right. So we're buzzing in, are we? Yeah, just, 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 it's, just it's, I think, just shout out the answer if you know. Is it, is it a competitive quiz? It's competitive. It's a lion versus wolf. Oh, okay. That's okay. your surname. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Is that clever? All right. Question number one is, what well-known MTG personality was recently made a mod of Magic Circle Jerking? Uh, oh, month. I know. It's probably the Bond guy, the fucking idiot. No, it's no, it's no, it's no, Jesus, okay. no. No, this Sorry, is respectable. Respectable. I mean, I'm there's no well way to tell who I was talking about because I no, don't yeah. name them, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the clear legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you said band guy, but yeah, yeah whatever. There's plenty but, uh, of band guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to say LSV. No, no. Someone memeier. Lodgy, I don't know what it means. Uh, is, is, it, is it Kenji? No, no. Is it uh, Matt Nass? No, it's Noah Bradley. What? Noah Bradley is the moderator. He's not is he? No, oh, they always they call it. No, people make memes that hate shit. Like they, oh, they, okay. they always uh, sure, yeah. they, instead of upvotes, they call them upnoas. Ah, uh, <laughs> kind of. They, he they probably doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, he, he had a, he had a post uh, that says this is about uh, a few weeks ago. He had a post. It's the number one post out of them. He says uh, the title of is "I am you here and I am a mod," and then when you open it, it's just him saying "You're welcome," and like the comments are just everyone freaking out. Uh, it's, it's it's glorious. But did he? Like agreed to be a mod? Yeah, or? yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. They, they, I noticed to send them a request as a joke and then he accepted right, it. Fair enough. Um, all right, this is uh, related to a topic we discussed. We discussed so question number two is, um, what? so this is opposed to the image, it's an image of a magic art, an image of, a, of art from magic art. So okay. what magic art is art this? The title is, this filthy net decker had the absolute gall to shake my hand after beating my spicy legacy six color seance twin brew. That's sorry, I, I that's a card. Already. Yeah, so it's, it's a card of a, of a filthy net decker trying to shake your hand. But it's a real card. It's a real card, yeah. So the art of a card. Oh, is it a new card? It's relatively new, probably in the last year, two years, I think. Oh. It's a, it's very well played. It's um, well, so something a, shaking hand. Legacy, legacy is a, the clue. Legacy. It's a very powerful legacy card. Leobold. It's Leobold. Oh, okay. He's he's extended his hand. Oh, in the, oh in the he card. is. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, smiling yeah, like yeah. he just beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a uh, okay. So. He's also both at wrong. All right, this is a no. I think Karen got that one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll not keep track anyway. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is um, this is a meme from uh, this is the Australian movie, the Babadook, the horror movie. Uh, I was on it. So it's yeah, like yeah. it's a meme that happens all the time. It's like a woman uh, in the car. She's turning around. She's shouting, "Why can't you just be normal?" And yeah. in the backseat, it's a magic card. Yargle. No. Um, Something, but it's also for the same normal. set as Yargle. Uh-huh. Like, why can't you just be normal? Imagine this is what this is what me and Karen will be shouting with this card when we're brewing for uh, the RPTQ. Why can't you just be normal? Something that has the potential to be very, very good. Is it Lich's Mastery? No, no. no I don't know. It's a <laughs> Mox Amber. Uh, oh, okay. oh, like a... Why can't you be like the other Moxes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Alright, uh, this is why we, we so kind of buried the dude. This, this is a title. is simply, It is Wednesday, my dudes. Alright, that's the article. Yeah. The article was spoiled on Wednesday. Um, yeah, which was definitely intentional. Uh, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. This is supposed to be your day. It is, uh, it is 4.20, my dudes. 
Uh, this is like a. Oh, apparently, people smoke drugs on this day of the year. Oh, was it a uh, Montani? No, no. Four twenty. The the twentieth of April. Yeah, so I'm just trying to think: is it okay. like power and toughness, or is no. it Manacost related? Think sillier. It was. It was uh, posted. Just a tree. It's it was during the siege. Tower. No, it was, po- it was posted a few days after the twentieth of April. Oh, I know what it is. I don't know what it is. What is it? It's a meandering tower. Meandering tower shell. Ah, so you got, you got, you got one ah that's clever. <laughs> yeah. One of them was a. Uh, Okay, so the one is mods are asleep. Upvote our true lord and savior. Down with Yargle, the usurper. Time for revolution. That's a picture of a, another magic card. Is it from Dominaria? No. Oh. What, what, what is it? What is a true lord and savior that Yargle could be displacing? Uh, Gibraltar. Uh, Gibraltar. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is this is probably a tough one. This favorite text of Kaladesh card that sums up modern right now. Oh, I don't know. That's no, so it's hard. The card is, um, I'll say it so. The card is dramatic reversal. Do you know what a fair text of that is? Oh, this really bad card. Absolutely not. Guess I, I know the card, yeah. but it's like, it's like all the Gatewatch arriving yeah. in like the middle of an arena. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't even remember what it does. It and untap like, stuff. Untap all your stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. Four mana. Untap. And it gives other cre- like creatures you don't control minus two minus that word? No, it's not. No, it's not that complicated. That would be insane. Yeah. The flavor text is that no one asked you to put in Jace, but thanks. <laughs> ah, okay. I would never uh, guess that. No, like yeah, no, 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 that's very, very, pretty, pretty, pretty tough. And the, the last one, um, it's a picture of, of a card from uh, art from a card from Dominaria. It's um, the serenity and fulfillment of accepting an invitation sent for a mod back in March twenty seventh, two thousand fourteen. It's like this is representing the serenity and fulfillment of accepting this invitation. It's a uh, no valley art from the latest set. Mm. Uh, nice and serene. It's a person. It Kamal's druidic vow. It is. Yeah, yeah. Got there. I don't even go. understand, but okay. It's like it's like a, a guy being all nice and peaceful. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, I've accepted this post as being moderator of this absolute shit. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay, cool. okay. Okay. Yes. Um. I think. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that 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 is all. Um. Who won? I didn't keep. I think. I think it was. Oh, I won. Think he was probably pretty close. But I think I won. Right, yeah, that's it. Ah, oh, GG's. I don't points. know if you win by looking at the subreddit every day, though. Al, to be honest, <laughs> no, no, no. No, it literally today was the first time I was on Your it. Mind for a while. is a sewer. Exactly, yeah. it, it is. Um, uh, it, it very much is, and so is so is that. But uh, hopefully next time we'll, we'll have a, a sensible quiz, and uh, <laughs> yeah. one of you two will win, and not me. I'm tired of winning. PPTQ's <laughs> almost winning a free release. PPTQ is uh, plural, is it? Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm just on this count of the head. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Looking forward. Yes. All right. Bye. Good luck. Yeah. GG's.